The Free to Be Show is sponsored by Replenish Me Membership. Show up powerfully. This hybrid online community offers monthly webinars, meetups, and coaching sessions so that you have access to Replenish online. Whether you are seeking something as an individual to relieve your stress or as an organization, a way to resolve team issues and recharge your staff, Replenish Me membership offers it all. Empower yourself today. To find out more about Replenish Me membership, go to bit.ly Replenish Me membership. And now for the free to be show. to have one of my favorites um, <laughs> on here today on the Free to Be Show. I'm, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her before I formally introduce her to the show. Um, Bianca DeRuz is an inspiring and passionate person who I got to know a couple years ago through, I think we were in a mastermind together. And um, she's originally from the Netherlands, but she's been in her new home for the past several years, is um, Sydney, Australia. And um, what I know about her is she awakens the awareness of self-love, harmony, and joy through soul connection. And she does this in a variety of ways, mostly one-on-one and group coaching. And she also helps you to connect better um, with your animals. In fact, that was the book that she wrote the year I met her. Um, it was called, it's called Hello, Can You Hear Me? How to Create Harmony with Your Animal Companions by Tuning Into Animal Language. So it's my pleasure to introduce you tonight to Bianca. Hey, <laughs> thank you. Wow, that was a really beautiful introduction. I feel very honored to be here. Absolutely, because you're a very beautiful human being. So, and I'm oh, honored you. to know you. So, let's just jump right in. Tell us, Bianca, what is it that you freed yourself from? Wow, that's a really beautiful question. What I freed myself from? Quite a few things, actually, <laughs> for the many, many years I've been here. Um, I think the most prominent one that I have experienced becoming free and learning who I am is, it, it sort of happened at the same time, identifying my spiritual abilities, but also at the same time, really recognizing who I am and having lived in a marriage for 15 years in a heterosexual marriage, I discovered that that definitely was not me. And so when I started to develop more around my spiritual abilities, I got to really tap into my inner self. And I figured out that the life I was living here on earth was definitely not for me. I was hiding behind other people. I was not in a job, like in a job that I did not enjoy. And I was literally just being lived because I thought these are all the expectations. People want me to be this way. And I just go with that flow. But it ended up me being really unhealthy. Um, and so when I went through those cycles of, you know, learning about myself and it, it was almost like I was 
And literally, I had to do this a few times, standing in front of a mirror to literally ask, who are you? Because it was such a daunting experience to, to really open that up for myself. And even though deep down I knew that I am not heterosexual, I knew that deep down, but I never really followed that through. And so, and you know, people say to me as well, but you're from the Netherlands, it's such a free country. How could you not have known, right? So, and, and I was raised in that way too, like quite free and, you know, express yourself and you have a voice. Um, but still, that was not something that I would have admitted to myself. And have I not had the experience of opening myself up to, you know, all these spiritual, beautiful spiritual skills that I have as well. So it wasn't easy to go through that. And I um, made the decision to end the marriage. And ever since, it's been a huge roller coaster, <laughs> but a fun roller coaster this time around. And so now I'm happily, happily married um, to my beautiful Lana. And it's been amazing, you know, keep learning about myself as well at the same time. And, um, but having that expression of, whoa, you know, this is me. And, and looking at yourself in the mirror to see yourself, that for me was huge. Um, I'm not saying that I'm there yet, because I think it's still an ongoing journey. We still continue to express ourselves. We still continue to identify ourselves. And, and that also allows me to, to really do what I'm meant to be doing and to allow myself to be who I am, you know, without having all these preconcepted ideas or, you know, listening to expectations from other people. Although it still creeps in, you know, and I think you know that as well as I do, <laughs> you know, even though we are, you know, evolved and, and we continue to further develop ourselves, you still come up to all these old patterns and old ways of thinking, but it's a lot easier to push through them now because we know how to do it now. And so it, <laughs> that's actually interesting. I actually was afraid of what my friends would say, you know, to come out and that was such a beautiful experience. Everyone was so supportive. And even some of them were like, yeah, but we do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, That's so hilarious. Oh my, they were yeah. just waiting for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I even had a beautiful friend. He said to me, we always knew that you were hiding and we kept with you because we knew that there was you behind you know everyone that you had around you so and and that was really beautiful when when i heard that it was just amazing you know that other people can actually see that before you are ready to see it and um and i think that was the most amazing experience that i've had even though it was very difficult but it was a really amazing experience and now that I look back, when I was really literally in it, I thought it was really hard and I was struggling. But now that I look back, I'm like, it just flowed, you know, because one thing led to another thing and it sort of built it up and it just flowed through until I was just ready to fully embrace it. And it, that was the easy part in the end. And I think as well, being in an environment here in Sydney 
and having friends around us who are so supportive has helped a lot as well. You know, that made that, that transition very, very easy in a way. And having that love and that support around you was really important too. And even for my parents and my brother, it was, yeah, it was almost like, yeah, so why are you telling us this? <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but I know for a lot of people coming out is a huge, huge process and it is a lot harder for them than what I've experienced. And I guess that also has to do with, you know, perhaps where you live, how you grew up, um, how you see yourself. And I wanted to share this today because you can do this, you know, if you are listening and you are in this situation where you are ready to come out, but you're still going through those motions and it's, it's scary. It is very, very scary to do this. Be really honest with yourself and be true to yourself and focus on what it will be like once you have acknowledged this to yourself, but also to the world out there. Don't think about all the other people, what they may say, what they may think. That's not important. It's how you feel, who you are. That is very, very important. And I can guarantee you, you will have people around you that will support you and love you no matter what. That's the important part as well. And that's what I've realized. It doesn't matter. If people truly love you, they still stick by you. You know, and then it's, it doesn't matter what you look like, who you are, you know, what your background is. That just falls away because they can see you as the true, beautiful inner person that you are. Yeah. Thank you, Bianca. I really appreciate like how open you are about your journey and what you had to free yourself from and how it felt, how it felt in your body, how it felt like mm. emotionally and, and then the support that you had, you know, I, I want to go back to the fact that it coincided with your spiritual awakening because, mm -hmm. you know, like one of my firm beliefs, the more I get to know myself is that our sexuality is like just the physical or the human manifestation of our spirituality. How do you feel about that question? I think it has a lot to do with it. I think it has a lot to do with it. It's, um, it sort of just happened. I had like experiences at a physical level that I initially thought are, um, you know, physical manifestations of something. But I even went to like doctors and specialists to find out, you know, what is all of this? Cause I'm, you know, I was hurting in certain areas in my body and it just didn't feel right. Um, but, but when I, I, I actually dived deeper into that and then I had someone tell me, look, why don't you try this first? Because there is something else going on than just the physical aches and pains that you're experiencing. And so when I went through that, it's, that was just a mind blowing way of fully understanding it is not just about us in a physical form there is this other being that we have inside of us right and it's almost like you're meeting a new person for the first time 
And for me, my soul is in a bit in, what is it, inhabited? What's the word? In Inhibit, inhabited or inhibited? Which way are we inhibited. going? Inhibited. Inhibited, okay. 7am. My oh, brain's not okay. really functioning well. That's all right. Um, you know, it's like you're, you're uninhibited. That's what I wanted to say. So you're very free. Like there's no, nothing is of that importance. For me, I recognize myself as just being. And if that means that, you know, I'm not hetero, but I'm gay, then so be it. That's the way it is. And that's in this lifetime. In a different lifetime, it might not be that way. You know, and I also believe that when you actually tap into your soul self, you feel that innate freedom. I'm getting the chance of thinking about it. That innate freedom of seeing yourself in so much love, with so much joy. And there is this, this calmness around it. And in that, in that place, it's like, oh, I can just be myself and I don't have to worry about anything. You know, when this happened at the same time, I think for me, that was quite profound too, because it, it, it literally burst me open at all levels. You know, so I didn't just come out to say, hey, guys, hello, I'm gay. <laughs> but also, hey, guys, hello, I'm one of those spiritual woo people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that was interesting too, because my background in terms of career is in corporate. So that was another thing that I had to deal with in terms of that just did not compute. You know, being very analytical, having all the facts there, doing research, right? And then you have this non-physical experience and it was, that just did not compute at all. So I had to also, you know, work my way through that and identifying how do I work this every day? Because it became so, so prominent in my life that I had to find a way to integrate it. And, uh, and that was also, again, another amazing journey. You know, yeah, yeah. I I think that's so profound, and and also you know the fact that you said that your life, no, that you were being lived, like you were not mm -hmm. living your life, right? And oh. so you, it it makes perfect sense that you would have had that analytical corporate job where you were just marching to someone else's drum, literally, right? Yeah. And you were just like the little, what is it? The little wind up dolls that, that just march. So, um, and no more. So let, let's talk a little bit more about that when we come back and, um, and dive into how you're helping other people with your gifts. Replenish me. When I say that, what comes up for you? And when's the last time that you've done that? And where do you feel that in your body? Well, this is my invitation to you to explore the four steps of my Replenish Me program where women learn how to release, restructure, refresh, and rebirth. Showing up in the world being true to yourself. Only choosing words that honor your values and only allowing behaviors and people in your life who do the same. Connect with me 
by reaching out at bit.ly forward slash replenish with love and explore replenish me and now for tonight's show all right so we're back so bianca thank you so much for sharing your story with us and so now that you're free and you recognize your soul being and you're connecting other souls. Can you explain a little bit more what that looks like to work with you and what exactly you help people with? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. I, I help people by identifying, no, not identifying, reconnecting with their higher self, reconnecting with their soul and I do that by way of coaching, healing, and also animal communication. Our animals are innate, wise beings, and they help us as well with our journey here on Earth. And so I tap into the consciousness of the animals. And also when I work with clients who have pets, then I work with them as well to, to basically hold space and support that whole process. It's a soul-to-soul connection in a way that it's not... I mean, some people say, oh, okay, so you do soul connections, so you bring people together and have a wonderful relationship. It's not about that specifically. I'm not a relationship coach in any way, shape or form. (laughs) But in a way, sort of, I am, because it is the relationship that you have with yourself, right? So I purely focus on the connection that you have with your inner self, which is your truth, which is your love, which is your joy. And once you have that connection, that opens up the channels to you being able to tap into your own wisdom so that you make the decisions from that place of wisdom and unconditional love. Because you already know everything that you need to know to be able to live your life with purpose, and to be able to live your life with intention as well. But what's the most important thing that I find that people discover is that realization that they have never left. You know, your soul is always there, but it's very mute. And what I help them do is to unmute themselves and bring into balance, bring into alignment their soul with their human side as well. And that then becomes a beautiful collaboration. And once we have that alignment, you can also open yourself up to spiritual abilities, talking to your spiritual team, your guides, opening up the channel to animals to be able to hear, see and feel what the animals are experiencing that then all comes into play if you choose to work on those levels as well. But the most important thing that I help people with is to reconnect back to their soul so that they can bring that wisdom into their life right now. Because most people are in this roller coaster ride of, you know, we're monotonous. We're basically living because we have to go to work. We have a family to look after yet we have all these desires and wishes and wants on this side that we never get to because we are so consumed by what what is happening at a human level and which is fine 
you know, we need food on the table, we need to be able to pay the rent, you know, we, we want to have fun, go on holidays, we want to interact with our friends. But having the focus on all those elements removes the focus away from yourself. And that's where people get lost. And then they don't trust themselves to make the right decisions anymore. And that's when people come to me going, I want to trust myself again. I want to make sure that I can live according to who I am and making the decisions according to what I've decided to do as a soul being as well. And that, that is a beautiful process. And when you see that happening, when fall into place and that alignment starts to click in, that is just, yeah, it's wonderful. It's beautiful. You can see someone literally light up at the same time, which is wonderful. Yeah. I, what I overwhelmingly hear you saying is like, we are already complete and whole, but we're so yes. distracted with things that don't matter, because, although they're very practical, right? We, we spend more time on the practical, if you want to call it that, than we do on who we really are. Um, and so you help us to nurture our souls again so we can see ourselves and suffer less. Is that what you do? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And then the second layer comes when people may also start to notice that they have these abilities that are not of a physical level, you know, but they don't know what to do with them. They don't understand it. It becomes so overwhelming because sometimes people wake up so quickly that they don't know how to cope with that in an everyday life, right? Because your human comes in, your ego comes in going, that can't be true. I, yeah, no, I don't want to know anything about that. So that becomes an internal fight as well. And to be able to, to guide them through that process, because what I've been through in terms of the spiritual awakening, I don't want everybody to go through that because that was painful. And yet beautiful at the same time, but very, very painful. And I didn't know who to turn to. Now I'm talking that happened 15 years ago. We have come a long way since then. There are so many more people out there who understand it and who have been through that. So there are many more people out there, you know, that are also more on the forefront now. In particular, the last three years, I've seen that burst of people all of a sudden waking up and opening up and working at these beautiful energetic levels. And that's needed at the moment. You know, we need you to, to come back to yourself. We need you to understand that, you know, as you so beautifully say, Cordelia, that we are complete. And that that's all that matters. You is all that matters. And we need you here on earth because there are so many things happening right now in terms of the shifts and the changes that it slowly moves towards us healing, you know, as a collective. And having you connecting to yourself to tap into your wisdom, that helps the collective as well so that we can all heal and become one again. And that's the whole purpose in this lifetime at the moment. That's great what you said about the collective because I mean, I feel the world aching right now, but our little pockets of light, you know, that me and you are connected to, I don't see so much aching, but I see more light coming out. 
tell us a little bit about um, your little um, pocket of light that you keep your community. And it's your choice. You can talk about like your group coaching or you can talk about your Facebook group or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at the level that we can operate on, you know, it sometimes feels like, oh, I don't have any impact. You know, it's me by, by myself. And so when I had those feelings, I'm like, no, I need to get out there because I'm sure that there are many more people that are working at the same level. And I wanted to start uniting those people as well. So I first started off by creating a summit, which was in 2018. And when I did that summit, I really realized, my goodness, there's so many more people out there that, you know, they are beautiful, amazing human beings connecting to their soul and they are helping others. So I also then started my Facebook group called Connecting Soul Beings. And in that group are amazing people who either just tapping into all of this, they are new to the spiritual world and want to explore what it feels like to actually tap into that. Even if it's starting off with meditating for five minutes a day or doing some yoga or you know, eating more healthy to support the physical body, because that's as important than, you know, you need to work on the physical body as well when you do this sort of work. And there are also people in there who are, you know, more advanced. They have been through all of that awakening already and they, they have these beautiful gifts like yourself, Cadelia, who help other people and share their light into the world. And so, but that's for me, really important to have a community like that around us. We can't do this on our own. Yes, there are all these individual pockets of light everywhere, but we have to unite. We have to come together. And together we can make bigger ripples. We have much better effects in the world. And you see more and more of these communities popping up. And I love that, you know, we are not in competition. We're definitely collaborating and working together. And if I may be so bold to take it a little bit into the woo-woo space. <laughs> Please do, take us there. <laughs> You know, when you sort of look at it from a higher vibrational level, where we come from, which is our home, we already come from similar soul families. We are already united at a soul level. It's literally our human that keeps us disconnected, that keeps us apart because we are distracted. And we are always in that survival mode to be able to cope with what's going on in our everyday life. But we are more and more and more invited and pushed almost into connecting into what they call the 3D and the 5D levels, which are the different spiritual levels that we can connect with to, to tap into our spiritual collective bring that forth, bring that into your field right now, into your body, into your aura, into, you know, your whole being. And then you make the decisions. What am I going to do moving forward? What can I do today to make a difference to someone? What can I do today to give them a spark of light without taking it away from ourselves? 
you know, because I've also seen a lot of people, they give so much, they give so much of their energy and then they're still suffering because they're not looking after themselves. So you they're can like ask to be, yeah. they're like those out, absolutely. So as you have that connection, you bring that wisdom forth, you can also bring that healing forth for yourself so that you are more powerful and more embracing yourself and once you have the energy, then you give more. You can't give first and then get energy. You need to have the energy first and then give more. And sometimes that means, even for me, um, in particular the last two months, I've had to pull back on me giving so much because I was going through some physical challenges and you need that time out sometimes to, to actually also sit with yourself and go, okay, I think I'm going to give myself some loving and healing right now, <laughs> you know? And you need that. You need to recharge your batteries because the work that we do is challenging and it asks a lot of us. It's not easy to stay connected. It's, it's a, a skill set that we have to keep practicing and keep practicing and keep enhancing and keep leveling up. And keep living. So that, like, I feel like whenever we have those physical episodes or experiential episodes in our life, that's what's happening, the leveling up, um, mm -hmm. you know, for our own station. And, you know, the other thing I heard you saying is the more we allow ourselves to be, right, that's what... Um, it takes away the disconnection that we have as human beings, right? Because human default is like categorizing, right? Um, we have, uh, you know, categories by height, shape, size, color, you know, all these things, right? But, you know, we have this conversation all the time. I personally feel like, like the way we look on the outside is an illusion, right? Well, it is, right? Because we really just vibrations and frequencies bumping into each other. And um, as long as we allow ourselves to be, then the, the real us connects with the next us, right? And then we're not opposing energy fields, but we're symmetrical energy fields, you know, and there's more synergy and love and peace in the world. And, you know, the other thing I heard you say is when, you know, I, for me, what, I, what I've come to know is that there's seasons. And I know like we have spring, winter and all that, but like I have different names for my seasons because I have my season where I'm like um, giving, right, to other people. And then I have my season where I'm just pausing, right, and just being. Um, and then the season where I'm experimenting, right? And then there's a season where I'm um, not being lived, but I have to be, uh, I have to be challenged, right? So, and, and I think both of us were in that, the, the time period where you having physical issues, <laughs> I was having emotional issues. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and I, and I just want to bring that up, right? I'm glad that you brought it up because a lot of people that do the work we do, lightworkers, we think like they, they, they immediately think, oh, I'm being an imposter. Look at me. My body's weak or look at me. I can't deal with my emotional stuff. And no, what that is, is a test. 
to make sure that you can go to the next level. And that's really all it is. And it's, you, you know, it's, the test is also allowing yourself to be with that thing so that you can go to the next level and serve yourself and your people higher, you know? I mean, just speak Absolutely. to that a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, I so understand what you're saying there. It's, it is challenging when you go through those stages and those seasons. It's absolutely challenging sometimes. And <laughs> to be honest, sometimes I sit there going, guys, come on. <laughs> Just let me be right there. <laughs> You know, because you just know that there is another level and another layer that they want you to tap into. And there is more wisdom coming through for yourself. And there is another learning. And some of us is like, okay, I'm done for now. Just <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> but it's, we have to do it. And we are being accelerated. It happens at a much faster pace than what it did 15 years ago. And we are being pushed to, to do this faster. I do love that though, you know, I do love that in one way because there is so much going on and there are so many different things that we need to focus on that even though it can be painful and that we have another release and another learning and it may be a bit frustrating at the same time, That's an we need to let that go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want to say frustrating. I don't know if there's a word in the English language for that. What, what have you got in Dutch? <laughs> Oh, goodness me. What's the Dutch word? Oh, I don't think I dare say that. <laughs> We're trying to keep it a little clean. Okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but, you know, and, and to the outside world, I also tell people, you know, I am in timeout. I am struggling right now. It's not like we are, you know, awakened spiritual beings and we've got it all together. No, we don't. We do not, because sometimes, yeah, the imposter syndrome is there. Absolutely, you know, it's like, who am I? Why would people listen to me? Why would they work with me? Look at that person, where they're at, you know, that's amazing. I could never get there. That doesn't matter. For but me, I what I've learned. Uh, I'm sorry, I just want to yeah. say, I, I want to just really uh, acknowledge the way that you went through that so publicly you know, when you were having your physical issues, you did it so gracefully and so beautifully and so humanly, but in a light way, light worker way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I have to say, that's not really something that I was able to do, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, but I feel like I, at least um, another thing that is, you know, an option, right, is to also choose to not talk about things you're not ready to talk about, right? So I, I did openly say, you know, I'm struggling right now. I'm going through some deep personal issues, but I'm not going to disclose those things. Um, but I just want you to know that I'm standing and smiling because I scooped myself up a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, there, there's so many different beautiful ways to be with your imposter syndrome. So I just wanted to throw that in there, you know, for people listening and watching, because a lot of times, you know, we like this cookie cutter way and we're in this Instagram world and everyone's just like, but if I can't smile on camera, I mean, the people who know me, right, 
they could see that in my eyes, I wasn't smiling, you know, and with my mouth, I really couldn't say much besides there's something really deeply personal going on that I can't talk about. I'm struggling, but I'm here, you know, I'm present. Yeah. And you know, and that is so courageous. You know, honor yourself for that, celebrate that. Because having the strength and the power and the love, even though you're going through that deep, dark period, you're still showing up with a smile on your face. You know, I honor you for that. That is not easy to do. How many people will say, I'm just going to throw it all in and I'm just not going to show up at all. Yeah. Right. To be able to do that, that is huge. And that's something that I always admire in you because you are always showing up no matter what. Right. And also, you know, when we've had our meetings planned, sometimes we just also say, hey, let's just not do it today. Yes. You know? And that's okay too. Yeah. That's okay too, because we do need to honor ourselves as well. And we need to understand that there are certain limits that we have, but we need to recognize those boundaries and honor those boundaries and say, hey, actually today, no, I'm just not, not having this. I need to make sure that I take time out. I need to really just get back to me. And like you said, you know, yeah, I've got a smile on my face, but you know, I just picked myself up from two minutes ago. <laughs> You know, that's also a decision that you make. Is this important enough for me to show up? Yeah. But you're not showing up for the other people. You're still showing up for yourself yep. because you've proven to yourself, even though I'm experiencing all these other things in my life, I still have the power to be here and to do my work. Right. And that, that's so honorable. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, and we were working together on a project. Yes. <laughs> when we were both, that's why I wanted to bring it up because we were, we were offering, like we were working with people while we were struggling. So I wanted to, to you know, say that because um, don't, don't give up. Don't uh, throw in the towel. Show up anyway. First and foremost, make that decision for yourself. Don't do it. Like I, I couldn't have shown up if I was just doing it for somebody else but I was doing it for me and, and then, you know, for the people we were serving together. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's also, you know, when, if we don't show up, we are basically telling the world I'm not worthy of being seen, mm. you know? And also we are, I always feel like if I'm not showing up, I'm, I'm not, able to allow someone to to learn from my experiences that's so important wow you know yeah. even if it's that one person that i can reach then my job is done yeah i show up for myself but also because i want to make sure that my voice is heard and even though i Sometimes I feel like, oh, yeah, but my experience in life is so insignificant, you know? And again, that's the imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. Who am I to share what I've experienced? And, but if I can reach that one person, and I always think about that because 
I can make a difference. It, it only has to be one word that then hits home for someone. Yeah. Then that's all, all that needs to be done in that moment. And if we don't show up, we actually don't give that person a chance to, to experience that. And then when I, you know, when I run my programs or when I go live on social media or, you know, showing up today, for example, it's, it's me talking to that one person, you know, and I always have that person in the back of my mind going, yeah, they can't, they're walking away from this, having learned something, however small that is, it can be a massive, big impact on their life, you know, and we that always have to remember that it needs to be out there you know we need to be able to shine that very very brightly and if it does get dimmed at times then yeah we need to pull back a little bit review that okay what can i work on next how can i make my light shine brighter again you know yeah and because we still go through our human experiences too and we can't push that away because sometimes my clients go, oh, but you know, I've got my ego. I don't want, I don't want my ego anymore. Um, yeah. Well, that's the easy way out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But your ego is not going to be pushed aside that quickly. Nope. It's how to pull her or him in to, to be able to work together with our light. Right. Because our light needs to come to the forefront. And then a human side comes in and we go, okay, why don't you just sit on the sideline here for a minute? See what I'm doing. I can guarantee you we are safe. We're not doing anything that harms us. And just see what I'm doing. And then slowly come on the path with me. And then practice, practice, practice. You'll end up having that beautiful relationship together that you're actually collaborating. And that's where you want to be because we still need our human. We're still in a physical body. We're still on earth. <laughs> I know until this you know. quits. Yeah. We got to kind of deal with that. <laughs> so that, <laughs> that was really super powerful. Thank you so much. And I, I love the, you know, the way that you're so innovative with the things that you do and um, the way you do your work and all the different tools that you create, you know? So mm -hmm. I just, I thank you for shining your light and letting it be brighter and brighter and brighter. So. Thank you. Bianca, my favorite, one of my favorites, cause I'm sure like my other people that I interview are going to be like, what? No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> we have so many favorites. I know. I know. <laughs> So we'll be right back and um, we'll just close out with some more wisdom from Bianca. Beginning this December, I want to offer you an opportunity to be part of something bigger and to celebrate love again, replenish and give back. With every copy of my book, Detached Love, I give back to a local nonprofit organization. This book is, it's more than just another book, it's a new approach to life. It allows you 
to replenish and love and detachment. Get your copy today at bit.ly Detached Love. So you've really had a fabulous show and you've shared so much with us. Could you just summarize it into like, what's the number one takeaway from today? Oh, it's, it's not necessarily a takeaway, but more an invitation for you to take five minutes every day and sit with yourself. Sit with yourself and be quiet. Even if you just sit, you know, behind your computer, for example, and just allow yourself to feel, to feel who you are. And it doesn't matter whether you've got the thoughts coming in, that's okay, no problem. Allow them to just drift away to really feel what's there because you actually start to quiet down you start to relax and at the same time your body feels active it's like tingling all over you may feel some warmth happening and because you have your hands on your heart in your heart center that really allows you to start learning what it feels like to connect to yourself. Sometimes you might even want to have your hands just on your belly, just under your breastbone on your belly there. Because that is the core of you. And when you sit for five minutes and you don't have to think about it, there's no need to ask questions, there's no need to analyze this. Just be in that moment. You breathe through. And when you do this every day, you start to feel different things coming up. Maybe you have some emotions that you want to release and you can easily do that by breathing them out. And after the five minutes, it would be amazing if you can actually start writing down what you feel, what you've experienced. Maybe you've heard things coming into your mind. Maybe you've seen images or colors coming through and just make a note of them and then let that go. But every day for five minutes, you'll start to see certain patterns arise. You may feel that you're starting to release old patterns, release maybe some aches and discomforts and pains from your body. And you will feel more relaxed every single day, almost to the point where the more you do this, it becomes a place of serenity. It becomes a place of, I can just escape for five minutes and just be me, right? And that's a really great starting point to start to discover who you are, start to reconnect with yourself, to truly feel what that feels like. And the more you practice it, the channels will open up and you will be able to tap into your wisdom because you will see that emerge the more you write all these things down. 
And in the beginning, your human side will come up and goes, what is this? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, and that's okay too. And then you just say, oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for that. But would you mind just sitting on the sideline and just watch me doing this? You know, we're not going anywhere. We're at home or we're in the park or we're on the beach, wherever you want to do this for five minutes, just that, that sacred time for yourself. And if you feel you want to do this a couple of times a day, perfect. Just flow with it. Just flow with it. I love that. And that's that. the starting point for you. Thank you for that invitation and that beautiful demonstration of how to, to be and reconnect to yourself. So thank you for being my guest tonight on the Free to Be Show, where I get to interview dynamic and beautiful souls. And um, for those of you who are watching and listening, I know that you've received benefit and sharing is loving. So whatever it is that you love tonight, share with another soul and tune in um, to yourself and, and open yourself to free yourself to be yourself. Good night.